we are hosting everywhere so you can hear it right here on the francis more podcast here on the francis more podcast we discuss health wealth and above all getting the best out of life you're welcome to once more another episode of the francis more podcast if you're an old listener we are so happy to have you back but if you are a new listener then don't forget to smash that subscription button and follow us every week every monday as we bring you a yet another brand new podcast welcome to the francis more podcasts every monday every week where there is a will there is a way today we're going to be talking about yet another wonderful book titled the richest man in babylon by george simon classy if you haven't heard about this book then i will encourage you to take your time to read it but as long as you are right now tuned to francis ma podcast i am going to be sharing with you my takeaway tips from the richest man in babylon the richest man in Babylon it's one of the most powerful book when it comes to financial independence it completely touches everything there is to touch when it comes to being financially independent as an individual i think more than ever it is very important for me to brush this book through with you because on Francis More podcast we're all about being more of ourselves but for now let's dive into this book so i'm going to be talking about nine tips which i learned and which i believe that it's very important so these tips cumulatively summarizes this book tip number 1 pay thyself it is advised in the richest man in babylon that we set aside 10% of our earnings to pay ourselves according to the book you might think that you do pay yourself you believe that everything you earn belongs to you but no it doesn't belong to you don't you pay for rent don't you pay for groceries don't you pay for entertainment don't you pay to watch movies with your friends don't you pay for new clothes and pay for food you obviously pay every single person without paying yourself so number 1 pay thyself take aside 10% of their earnings and keep to yourself it doesn't matter if you have to reduce your expenditures which you probably should or would but take aside 10% of your earning and keep that to yourself you have to learn to pay yourself first number 2 Men of actions are favored by the goddess of luck. Yes. Many times you might think, "Oh, I'm not lucky. Oh, I have to be lucky to be successful. I have to be lucky to be worthy." This tip simply means that you have to be proactive. You have to learn how to take actions because opportunities doesn't last long. Opportunities are being swift opportunities are very unstable and that is why it is called an opportunity because it just shows up in your face and the next thing you know it's gone an opportunity can come in different forms it can be in form of a trade it can be in form of a purchase it can be in form of an investment but opportunities do not waste for no one so when an opportunity shows up and you are knowledgeable in it 
meaning that you know exactly this is an opportunity and you are knowledgeable to it, you are knowledgeable to this trade, then do not waste time, do not be a procrastinator, take advantage of it, take action. Men of actions are favored by the goddess of luck. Tip number three. Tip number three simply says, wealth is not a matter of income. You might think the more you earn, the more wealthier you become. It doesn't work that way. Every single individual's wealth is defined by a simple formula, income minus expenditure. So even if you have a large income and you also have a favorable large expenditure, your wealth is going to be less. And an individual who has a large income or who has an average income but has found a way to reduce his or her expenditures would definitely grow wealth faster than someone who has a high expenditure or probably spends more than he or she earns. Tip number three, act when the time is right. Acting when the time is right might not only help you to get the best use of that opportunity but might also save you from losing your income. This has so much to do with patience. Many a times you might see an opportunity and because of impatience you feel oh if I borrow some amount of money and I go into this and I jump into this opportunity I might actually you know get the best of it but it doesn't work that way because sometimes yes it is good to borrow money when the when the reason or the purpose is right but if you jump into an opportunity without properly taking note of exactly what you are about to do or making sure that whatever income you are putting into play works out as it planned then you are making a wrong decision and you stand the risk of losing your money tip number five put your savings to work in the richest man in babylon we are made to understand that our savings are like children we should learn to put our savings to work by lending it out or going into a business venture that probably doesn't take our time and when these savings get us a good return we should also learn to put the children of our savings to more work and so if we continue to repeat these trends we are more positioned to succeed tip number six tip number six talks about asking the right people for advice when die at sick you'd go to a carpenter to ask him which medication you would take for your fever or do you go to a baker to ask him which medication you would take or you would rub on your wound to heal no you won't you would definitely go to a doctor to seek medical advice to seek which medication or which prescription is best suited for me now this is the same thing you should do when you seek to invest your money who do you go to? Do you go to your sister or your brother to seek financial advice when you know fully aware that this person is not the best option you have? Why don't you go to a money lender or you go to a banker or you go to an investment banker or you go to a capitalist trader for financial advice? It is important that we learn to ask the right people the right questions else you stand the risk of losing your savings tip number seven where die is a wheel 
die is a way. The richest man in Babylon talks about being motivated, being strong and being determined to achieve success. We have to be determined to achieve greatness because as much and as long as we have our mind set on it, then we can achieve it. If you can imagine it, if you can envision it, then you can achieve it. Tip number eight, keep learning. It is important we learn how to be teachable, how to have an open mind, how to be able to learn. In the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, almost everyone who was able to utilize this laws of success had one thing in common. They were all ready to learn. It is important we all have open minds to learn. The more you learn, the more you aim. And it is important to measure our expenditures if we are going to learn how to manage it. If you can't measure it, then you can't manage it. Now, the last tip I'm going to be talking about is guiding your money. Yes, it is important to have a passive source of income. It is important to have a good job, to have a good and profitable financial life. But as we gather wealth, we should also learn how to guide them. How do you guide money? By buying insurance. You have to learn how to buy insurance. Buy insurance for your car, you buy insurance for your home, you buy insurance for your business. Because if you have a home and there is a fire and fire burns down every single thing to the ground, you are at risk of losing everything and starting all the way from scratch because you have no insurance. So just like you have a house and you rent it and you get some money as rent, learn to put a little fraction of that same money in insurance. Pay the banker because you might spend a little money every now and then. But your money, your investment, your house, your car is forever protected and insured. So I'm going to round up the summary of the richest man in Babylon by saying something. And that is work is my best friend for it is upon it i have aimed my degree it is upon it i have achieved my height it is upon work that i have built the little world it is upon work that i am who i am today so no other person can guarantee your success as work would do not look upon work as a burden do not look upon work as something meant for slaves. Do not look upon work as something to desist and stay away from. Embrace it. Call it your best friend. For it is only upon work that you can achieve true success. Thanks for listening to the Francis Moore Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Francis Moore. Till next time, I remain your host, Francis Moore. Do have a wonderful week ahead. Bye.